everybody. This is Tina Facetti. Uh, this is the Behind the Creative podcast. And uh, I'm the Chief Creative Officer here at uh, Proximal Health. And we're here talking to John England. He's Senior Creative VP of CDM Princeton. And he's here to talk about his winning campaign for Alumia um, for the Apex Awards. Uh, we were so impressed with the campaign and just the way it came to life. And I'm just super excited, John, to talk to you about it today. Um, it was definitely one of you know my favorites of the whole award show. So um, I just get so excited when I get the opportunity to talk to the creative folks behind the scenes and how this all came about. So. Um, to sort of open it up, um, you know, I know we always start with sort of this idea of what were the insights that drove the campaign? Yeah, hi, hi, Tina. Um, uh, yes, yeah, so moderate to severe plaque psoriasis is a pretty, pretty serious disease. You know, a lot, a lot of uh, patients suffer from this and it really kind of disabilitates them and you know, makes them feel bad about themselves not just physically but you know but also it, it it hurts them mentally as well makes yeah. them feel an inferior and not wanting to go out and socialize and 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 uh derms as, and dermatologists and and hcps also kind of have you know kind of they have a, a wealth of different different brands available to them to try and treat treat this disease but often what happens is is um you know different different treatments fail um so it was a, a kind of really nice opportunity to have a, a, a treatment that came out, a biologic treatment that would kind of endure and kind of like basically kind of uh, last over time. So it was something that you could they could rely on. So really what we were doing was kind of creating a, an idea based on a treatment that defied what the expectations were of psoriasis treatments. So suddenly there's a treatment available that um, you can rely on um, and kind of defy the the uh, the limits of 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 what other treatments are offering. Yeah, I know. I love that. You know, I, I've worked in psoriasis in my past, and you're right. The insights that you mention are so true. I, I even recalled a statistic saying it's like you know one of the top leading causes of suicide. That you know, it's just so emotionally and physically upsetting <laughs> to have psoriasis. It's painful and people look at you um, and they, uh, there's just a lot, lot, lot of stigma around it. Um, so, you know, I, I just love the idea of lifting all that and this whole idea of defying the laws of psoriasis, I thought was a really um, wonderful, you know, it's a big promise, but if this product is better then it, then it can make that promise. And I, I, I love right. that aspect of it. Um, so yeah, and the, the line itself defy you know defy the laws obviously comes from defy the law of gravity and um, it's something that you know resonates with with HCPs because they like the the idea of being defiant you know kind of being scientists and doctors and you know they want they want to kind of try and defy you know the, the kind of sorry let's start again on that one please <laughs> cut yeah yeah no that's 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 awesome and you know, the whole, you know, talk to me a little bit about, you know, we know it's about freeing patients from the burden of psoriasis and weightlessness, and, and I get all that, but talk to me a little bit about, you know, sort of when the idea first originated and 
you know, how, how is it expressed? And then, cause I just love how you guys took it to so many different levels, depending on the activations, you know, and I, I thought it was just super creative and you really um, made it uh, totally interactive. And, and like I said, so many different ways, you really took it to the limit. So just talk to me about that initial, like that napkin idea, like how did it start? Well, really, it was just the, the, it was trying to kind of deliver something a bit more emotional um, mm -hmm. uh, that portrayed the idea of the freedom that this kind of this gave patients. Yeah. Uh, so really, if you imagine they're kind of walking around with this kind of burden on their backs and suddenly that's taken away from them, it's, it's almost that there's a weightlessness to it, a kind of emotional freedom um, that they experience. And and really wanted to kind of get that experience across. The brand itself, you know, is, uh, has used the color yellow a lot, which also is a very kind of emotive color. Yeah. Um, very optimistic and bright. It's, a, it's like a new day. Uh, it's, you know, and the, the feeling that, that it gives, the, the, the campaign gives is that, um, that feeling of, of elevating, really, elevating yeah. you and making you feel kind of bright and optimistic and positive. Yeah, it, it really delivered, you know, even, even the use of the color yellow, it, um, it just felt so fresh and it felt very modern too, you know, so not only in the execution of the concept, but then also the execution of the branding hallmarks, um, you know, just, just really, really great job to the creative team. And, and I know that's probably one of their colors, but you know, you really brought that to life um, based upon what you were trying to communicate even more, I would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. And, and also, you know, looking for a, the right photographer for it was, mm -hmm. was also super important. And uh, uh, yeah. we ended up uh, actually shooting with uh, somebody called Julia Fullerton Batten, uh, oh, who's okay. an arts photographer uh, based uh -huh. out of the UK. Uh, she has work in the Tate Gallery and, and the various other kind of establishments um and uh we uh, were able to to kind of bring her over to the us and and we did a shoot with her in la which was was fantastic um a combination of studio and um and that exterior so we can uh -huh. shot out in the streets to kind of get the backgrounds yeah and then we shot in the studio to with 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 the models um jumping off like trampettes backwards and forwards um landing on these kind of big cushions but but uh, it was it was a very fun shoot and um we were able to comp it all together we used a, a, a retouching company yeah called um uh, I i've forgotten the name of the company damn it <laughs> <So> <laughs> that's okay we used a, a retouching company um to to kind of comp everything together and you know we had taxi cabs going up the sides of buildings and yeah. uh, floating clocks and items kind of moving around the room. Um, and we created a, a lot of cinemagraphs for it as well. So as yeah. well as the stills, we you know, really enjoy kind of creating these kind of animations that are happening within the picture yeah. that we can use on, on digital media as well. Um, and that from there, it kind of really blew out. We, you know, we did the... Uh, uh, the launch event at AAD and uh, we we created an augmented reality experience in right. the booth uh, right. with a life-size floating patient 
um, that you could walk around and basically <laughs> kind of hold up your hold up your your um, your phone and kind of see different uh, kind of things happening around the patient, and you could kind of touch them and then display data points in, uh, in the actual booth area. So lots of lots of fun. We, you know, we had upside down fireplaces. So we had, um, <laughs> yeah. Coffee cups stuck on the bottom of tables, so the, the, the coffee cups were upside down, and um, really kind of brought it to life in, in, in the 3D experience. That is just like I said, the, the attention to detail. You know, it's kind of like when you watch a show, and you you know you can tell that the prop person just spent every you know just paid attention to every single little detail and that's what I got from it and I just love that you know so often people have an idea but they don't really realize the whole vision of it and I think you guys just really nailed it in that regard um how <laughs> this is crazy burning question how did the patient float was it suspended from the ceiling or something or how did you how did you execute that in the in the, the still imagery it was just caught in, you know, we were shooting with a, uh, with flash. So it was actually kind of the person was jumping <laughs> and oh, just okay. catching them in motion. Like it was just catching them in motion. So we couldn't really, we didn't want to suspend them because you get the, you know, that kind of snag in the clothing and everything right. just doesn't feel like they're floating. So it was, it was really a moment of lots of jumping going on <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and lots of jumping backwards and, uh, you know, getting them to do it again and again and again and and right. and, and capture them in that in that moment and then you know as usual you know you have the you no know, you have a, a part you know, a part of the body that works for, from one shot and a part of the body that works for another shot so I think eventually the for one of the main shots with the uh, the girls actually kind of floating in the room um, she's actually made up of you know, she has an arm from one shot a body from another shot and. Then, her legs are from another shot so it, yeah. kind of, it all came together like that but um it, yeah it's just really really nice um kind of shoot and also kind of comp, you know comping as well i know you know it's so it's so interesting like retouching is just so amazing today and um you know again it's one of those things where you can have an idea and and if you it could be the best idea in the world but if you don't execute it properly it falls flat. So again, kudos to you guys for that attention to detail from beginning to end. Um, you know, that was, that was definitely evident. Um, and, uh, so let's see, I had some more, some more thoughts and ideas here. So tell me a little bit more about, you, you mentioned the AR and it was sort of like you said, things were going on around the patient. Um, so was it mostly, um, information about the brand or what else was happening there it was hard to tell from the video but i was sure very curious sure. about that so we worked with um uh, a company that's uh, called sprout concepts a small it's like a small two-man band um uh -huh. in the us uh to actually develop the augmented reality uh using a gaming engine um and they built the, they built rebuilt the uh, the person in 3d um to match the photography uh okay. and yeah and then we took elements from the room so for example there's uh uh a, 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 a seating like a couch that represented um safety uh so yep. when you when you kind of like click touch the, the the couch 
it would it would turn into kind of safety data. Uh, and <laughs> nice. there was a, then there was like a bookshelf, and if you you kind of touched on that, it would it would, it would show you kind of information about and the efficacy. Um, and there's a kind of diff, a different items basically floating around the person. So there the were people were just walking around in this space. You obviously you couldn't see it unless you were looking into your phone or an iPad. Right. Um, so it's quite strange. You know, it's quite strange to see people walking around a space looking at something that there's, that's not there. <laughs> so, I know um, isn't that funny. great yeah. that's that's awesome yeah no that's that's terrific and now when the when the person so again I'm, I, I love the details and I love the execution aspects because again whenever I see that you know a team has really nailed the execution so beautifully I always wonder you know again even even at the booth the patient was sort of floating at the booth how did how was that sort of rigged up no, that's what I mean. The, the, the patient was was actually created in three D. It was it was an augmented reality experience, so it wasn't oh. a physical oh. person. But there was um there was some letters we created the the, um, the headline to fight the laws of psoriasis in three D, uh, and that was actually a, a sculpture uh. you know, in the actual booth. So that that's was, what I meant, the sculpture. Yeah, yeah, that was a trigger. That was a trigger that when you when you clicked on it, um, the augmented reality appeared nice. above it. And you could only see that through your through your uh, phone or iPad device. Right, right, right. That's awesome. That's awesome. But we uh, did have an upside down tree floating above it as well. But that was an actual <laughs> tree. <laughs> yeah, it it was it was it was great. Um, and how was it? Um, you know, how, how was it working with the client? Was that an, an idea that, you know, they embraced early on or was it something that, you know, you tested with other ideas and, and sort of that kind of rose to the top or, you know, tell me a little bit about your experience with selling the idea in and then sort of. Sure. I mean, obviously, you know, the usual process of, you know, doing different ideas and, and kind of going into research. We're really fortunate. Um, having a, a wonderful client um, led by um, Maureen Shannon at, uh, at uh, Sun Pharmaceuticals, Lumia. Uh, she's like the, the head marketeer for, for the brand. Um, and uh, she's very uh, open to kind of pushing creative and kind of looking for new ideas that break the mold. Um, so that's always useful <laughs> to have a client as, as good as that. Um, helps a lot and uh, she came along to the shoot and everything was you know, great and uh, it was all very um, very kind of pretty easy to be to be honest in terms of great. a lot of kind of confidence and faith in us and um, just let us get on with what we do best which is great stuff <laughs> you know it's that's so nice when you when you have a client that really appreciates creative it, it it makes it makes or breaks a campaign it makes or breaks the the creative execution the idea um and i you know we all know that as creatives and it's i always feel so lucky and so grateful whenever um i have those types of clients and I, you know i have a few of them now and it's it's just uh it's so refreshing you know i even had a situation where um you know we were really trying to it was it wasn't a launch campaign it was a, a pre-launch campaign and we were trying to change behaviors and a concept that scared you know a lot of the physicians 
went forward and it was because we said like that's the campaign that's going to change behavior so you know we actually didn't go with the one that tested well because that was making them comfortable with what they were doing you know and right. it was it was just so nice to have a client that you know again they defied the laws of what testing told us <laughs> you know but it was <laughs> for the better right but, yeah. but that's you know that sometimes happens with pre-launch you know uh but uh it's it's really nice to hear and you know, I, I do think that you know the the best work is executed because you have a great client who is like super appreciative of the work and can have vision, you know. And you're right, you're right, and it, and it's it's that it's the vision and and following the instinct. You know, it's not it's listening to the research and and of course and and looking at the you know your insights you're getting. But in the end, you have to kind of think: Is this really going to going to cut through and 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 Make a difference, you know. So that's that's that comes down to you know just the client the client's guts, to be honest. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Um, you mentioned um, when we were getting started that you know you've moved on. You guys are executing a different campaign. Can you can you unpack that a little bit for me? You know that this campaign seemed so strong and i was just curious was it a change in the market was there um yeah this is this decision? this this was a so so um yeah we're currently in the process of of, of uh pushing out a new campaign um this you know obviously kind of defy worked really well for the launch um yeah. but what there wasn't um a synergy across um the patient materials and and the hcp materials i mean we wanted to kind of have something that kind of worked across both. Um, so yeah. we went through a whole concepting, you know, reconcepting kind of exercise uh, and kind of did research with HCPs and patients, uh, trying to find a unit, you know, one campaign that would work across both. Yeah. Um, and uh, a new campaign was born, which is uh, uh, called The Long Haul, which is uh, launching out now. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, I, you know, I, I do get the concept of, you know, when you want, when you're going for launch, you do something that might be a little, you know, unexpected, and you definitely landed that, you know, I always, you know, judge the work on, you know, score, is it on strategy? Is it um, credible? Is it ownable? Uh, you know, sort of, that memorability um, aspect of it, and can you get excited about it? And that at launch, you know, you you guys definitely delivered on that. But I do have a lot of respect for the concept of having a campaign that can work with both patients and yes. patients because they're talking yes. to each other. And, and absolutely, the um, I mean, one of the the insights that also came out was we had some new data that um, came became available to us. Uh, that kind of proved the the drug to last longer than you know than other drugs. So we had like five year data. So the whole kind of idea was to portray the idea of something that was long lasting as oh. well. And, and, you know, so uh, so yeah. that's like you know why we kind of moved away from the uh, the Defy campaign because it was really about kind of just elevating. It was also about kind of duration as well. So uh, so we needed to kind of have a campaign that delivered that message. Yeah. And I, and I love that. I think that's bold too. I think that it's important to think about, you know, if a new study came out or if there's a change in competition, 
you know, sometimes you need to move on to a different campaign and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I, I'm even, I've even run more than one campaign at the same time because we had different segments of audiences that really only resonated with different ideas, you know? So right. uh, my feeling is it's it, it just, you just don't need to have one campaign that continues forever. You should just really look at the market. You should look at the situation. You should look at your competition. You should look at your segments and see what resonates with them and, and, and let the, let that decide, you know, the creative campaign. Absolutely. And, and it's, it's great now that, well, fingers crossed and touched words, that the things, um, uh, events are becoming live again and conferences are live again and, you know, looking forward to being able to blow that new campaign out in terms of 3D and booth experiences and, and such like. So, um, you know, we have AAD coming up in, in March. So, um, that's very exciting. Yeah, it, it it is exciting. We we actually have a campaign at SABCS right now, but um, attendance is down, you know, and um, we were just very just I think it's like a fraction of what's who's normally there. And this is, you know, pre COVID compared to now. Um, and uh, but, you know, and, and me, you know, and I'm sure you get it too as a creative. I love those in-person booth experiences. They're so important, you know, to really bring the brand to life. So um, it's exciting that you're gonna, you know, have a chance to get it out there. I'm, I'm curious to see, I'm hoping that conventions start coming back and people right. them in person. Um, Cause I would hate I, that I love, a dying breed. <laughs> so. You know, I know, I love, I love the, the, uh, the theater of, of a, a real live experience and you know, creating a stage that, you know, people are able to, immerse themselves in this world uh, that we create. Um, so uh, I, I'm really you know, hopeful, you know, I'm hopeful it's gonna happen. <laughs> I know, I, I am too. I um, and, and in fact, and speaking of live events, uh, the Apex Awards in June are going to be live in, in New York, I believe. So uh, we're looking forward to, you know, hosting that live this year, as opposed to last year. Uh, and and I would it would be awesome if you entered the long haul campaign <laughs> if it's done right. <laughs> yes, so. absolutely. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll be seeing it soon. A place near you. <laughs> I, I'm looking for. I'm I'm going to be looking out for it because you know I mean your the launch campaign was terrific and I'm I'm going to be really curious to see what you guys have done. Um, you know, been, been seeing some great work come out of you know your shop and it's uh it's it's been you know such a pleasure. Um, is there anything else, you know, in, in specifically about the, you know, the, uh, the laws of, um, this particular oh, the laws. thing, the laws of yeah. defying the laws of psoriasis that you want to talk about? I'd say that the, the whole campaign really is, you know, the, the idea of empowering, empowering HCPs and derms to make their patients feel free, you know, yeah. from this horrible disease and, uh we i'm so lucky to to have the opportunity you know with, with the team that we have here like at, at cdmp to to create something magical you know that that also helps people you know, as well so it's just wonderful to be able to kind of have that combination of of you know doing something that that not only just looks good and, and artistically is, is creative but also, you know that it's actually helping people feel better about themselves and, and um, you know, kind of overcome their 
the, the, this disease. It's, it's so true. I, I remember, I think out of every, I've worked on so many different brands and I was just so emotionally blown away at the suffering of these psoriasis patients. And so, you know, I know when I first started working in the category, it was the biologics were out for the first time. And it was the first time these patients in since forever ever had any kind of relief. You know, and it was interesting because the derms at that time were like, I just want to give you a cream and have you go away. And they, they were fighting, you know, the biologics um, because they really didn't get into, you know, they didn't become dermatologists. They're not high science guys, right? Mm -hmm. uh, or guys or gals. And um, they were uncomfortable with it, but their patients had so much relief, you know, and it eventually they, they got around to accepting it, but that was, that was even at that moment in time, it was a challenge to try to get dermatologists to be open to something other than a cream. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And now you can have the, you no, know, this is four injections a year. So it's not, you know, not too uh, difficult to kind of keep up. Um, and, you know, the data has proven it to last for five years, you know, over five years, Wow, so really? This is something that, yeah, that's really something you can stick with. And um, no, it's, 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 a, it's a passport to freedom for patients. Yeah, so, it's, uh, it, it's so great to, you know, even have products today that can make a difference in their lives. It's, it's phenomenal. I remember doing some research and uh, we did something called a revolution group and we had the the doctors, we interviewed the doctors and they said, my patients don't want this, they'll never do this. And then we put the doctors behind the screen and we brought the patients in and, and one woman said, it took me 15 minutes to get out of bed because there was so much pain. And now I just jump out of bed with a smile on my face, you know, and the doctors were listening. And uh, another young woman said, um, Another, actually a gentleman said, uh, my, my five-year-old daughter can't wait to give me the shot, with, does the shot with me because she said it gave her her daddy back. And oh. like, there were just tears. And, and these physicians were sort of embarrassed because they're like, oh, my patients don't want this, <laughs> you know, but <laughs> that was, you know, but that was at a different time, you know, and it's, it's great that, you know, that was, that was 10, 12 years ago. So just to see that, you know, the products are getting better patients are getting the help they need. And then you get to be part of that and do a campaign that's just so, um, right. so wonderful, you know, so, you know, congratulations to you and, and the rest of the team. Um, and, you know, all the folks that help you guys bring it to life. No, of course. Thanks. <laughs> the, um, yes, I mean, I feel like we're in a, a, a revolution period uh, in terms of, of uh, pharma. There's so many amazing products coming up and out there at the moment that can change people's lives. And uh, it's uh, it's really exciting to be, you know, at that pinnacle of uh, being able to kind of, you know, advertise it, publicize it, you know, get it out there so that people can actually use it. It's, it's great. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's why we get up every day and, and why it's such a fulfilling arena of advertising to be in for sure. Um, well, it was just such a pleasure talking to you and, you know, um, you know, I feel uh, very honored to have had this, this time um, to hear more about this campaign, which again, it's terrific. 
you know, I, I actually sent it out to my team today and I said, take a look at this. This is, this is great work. So uh, I don't do that that, that often. So, um, uh, so congratulations to you on, on some really awesome, a really awesome campaign. Well, thanks. Thank, thank you very much. And on behalf of the, the team at CDMP, kind of um, really appreciate having the opportunity to, to talk to you. Oh, yeah, no, we, we welcome it and, and we appreciate it just as much. So have an awesome holiday. And again, thank you for your time. So much appreciated.